very exciting. And we're going to try and do something a bit like it, minus the fire, so don't panic. So if I could have my readers, if you could all begin to make your way forward, that would be superb. Don't panic if you don't think you're a reader, you're not. Um, so if you guys can come forward, that would be awesome. Uh, and then just make a, a line. Let me move out of the way. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to count you in, uh, and then you just begin. Okay, are we all good with that? Okay, so three, two, one, go. Okay, uh, first of all, round of applause. Okay, so a small competition for us. Uh, you've already had your prize, so you have to take part because you had marshmallows with chocolate on. Uh, what languages did anyone manage to pick out? No, just you can pick one. French. Was there French? Okay, French, you may sit down. Thank you very much. Uh, what else did we hear? Welsh. Welsh, you may sit down. Romanian. Do we have Romanian? You can sit down. Okay, any others? Mark? German? Okay, anything else? Spanish? There we are. Victoria? Pardon? Dutch? Okay. Matthew, and what did Anne use? English. Okay. Awesome. Can you go and find Abby? Okay. Uh, so that just, uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I had like three speakers planned to do different languages, and then this morning Mark was with me, and we just realized how amazingly diverse uh, this church is. Uh, for a small little valley place in Wales, uh, I think it's quite cool, and there's more languages we could have used, uh, we just decided after a while it would get uh, a little bit messy. But I want us to consider, what was the point of, of this whole thing? The tongues of fire, the languages, it's all very exciting, but if there's no point to it, why? Why did it all happen? Now, I think we find the answer in the name of the book uh, that this story comes from. Uh, so I'm going to need four volunteers. Uh, one, two, three, four. Cool. So if you guys can come and stand here. Okay. If you hold this one and stand here. Hold it up above your head. This one. Hold this one. And then hold this one. Uh, if you come and stand here. Perfect. Okay. So the name of the book that we're reading from is... That one was a freebie for you. Okay, could you two swap places for me? That would be awesome. So, David, if you step forward, this way, this way, this way. Perfect. Okay, so the name of the book is... Perfect. So, it got me thinking, if the answer to why all of this happened is in the name of the book, what does Acts stand for? So I've gone with one first, and then I'm going to ask you for your best attempts. My assumption is it means angry cats 
talking straight. It's angry cats talking straight. That's what the book of Acts is on. So anyone else, can they think of anything that A, C, T, and S could stand for that is appropriate on a Sunday morning? <laughs> Pardon? A cacophony, of a cacophony of terrific sounds. Okay. The benchmark has been set. Pardon? Absolute chaos today's service. It was, it was a prophecy. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Apostles caught the spirit. Good. Closer. Not quite, but closer to the answer. I do have an answer. Anyone else? A creator takes control. Oh, man, I wish I'd been using that one. (laughs) Show up. Okay, anyone else with any humorous ones? It's surprisingly hard after a while to not have cats in everything that you think of. Anyone else? Last chance? No? Okay. That's fine. So, which slide am I on? There we are. We want this one. Acts. So, the version we're going from, so if you guys can hold your letters nice and high for me, is Acts is all about Christianity that spreads. All, so there's an extra A. I'm saying all pre this. All about Christianity that spreads. Okay, you guys have been awesome. You can sit down. You can take your letters with you, have them. A little present for you. Okay. It's interesting, isn't it? Because the day of Pentecost is quite exciting. Fire and wind and all this language and everything. But yet, if it doesn't do anything, was there any point? If it just finished in that room full of people speaking in different languages, was there any real point to it happening? Why do we bother to consider it and to celebrate it? And the thing I like to consider is Pentecost, like those really elaborate capital letters you have at the start of a sentence in a grand old book. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? You know, you get those amazing, a lot of kind of old kids' storybooks start with this really elaborate letter. And it's wonderfully illustrated, and it's beautiful, but on its own, it's just a letter. It's the beginning of something great, But on its own, it is just a letter. It needs a story to follow it. It needs something to come after it to give it kind of the full beauty of what it is. Now, I'm going to challenge that a capital letter on its own is somewhat pointless. But the story that it leads to can be beautiful. So, a quick run through for you. Acts 1 to 12 includes the following. A call to go into the world and share Jesus with everyone everywhere. A time of praying, waiting, and reading of the Psalms. The Holy Spirit comes, the church is born, a man is healed and leaves leaping and praising God. Peter tells people it's all about Jesus, the church grows, it gets told to stop. Peter talks about Jesus more, the church grows more. People try to get rid of Peter and John, they are brave and tell people it's all about Jesus, the church grows even more. New leaders are called, Stephen preaches, he preaches about Jesus. People get annoyed and kill Stephen, the church grows even more. Samaritans become Christians, a Pharisee becomes a Christian, Paul. Healings happen, a Roman soldier is saved, his family gets blessed. It's still all about Jesus. People in Syria are saved and Paul goes to pastor them. The church is still growing, the church prays and an angel saves Paul. And guess what? The church keeps growing. Acts is, I am way quicker than my slide work. I'm also out of breath again. It's amazing to consider 
the, the capital letter, the start that we see on Pentecost leads just in one book to all of this. Leads to all of this. So why do we celebrate today? Why do we have marshmallows covered in chocolate sprinkles? Well, sorry, I'm just going to take over because I wrote loads. Okay, there we are. I think the reason that we celebrate, the reason that we remember, the reason that we let our children have fire on their heads and marshmallows covered in sprinkles is because Pentecost is key. It's key because we see in the book of Acts a whole load of stories about ordinary people. Just regular, ordinary people caught up in something that at best we can call messy mission. At very best, if we're being kind, we call it messy mission. It wasn't just the chosen 12, but a whole load of people. People like us, blown by the wind of the Spirit into places, situations, and activities that make the kingdom of God grow like wildfire. Acts shows us, and I'm quite excited by this, it shows us that it isn't the best laid plans that led to the growth of Christianity. It was people caught in the spirit and on the wind of what the spirit was doing that allowed it to grow. Acts, if it teaches us nothing else, teaches us that God is so passionate about the world that it will spread however it best spreads. However it best spreads. So, as I wrap up, what do you take away today other than simply some chocolate with sprinkles stuck in your teeth? Other than marshmallow all over the faces of our children, what is it that we can take away? I hope it's this. Acts is a story of messy mission. A messy mission. It was unstoppable as it was unpredictable. It happened in the margins and it often didn't look like maybe we think it should. It doesn't look like maybe we think it should, which I think is a warning to us on how maybe we think it should look now. Acts is a story about Christianity that spreads. I want to be part of that kind of movement. I want to be a church that's a part of that kind of spread of the gospel. So remember, the church grows when we eat ice cream sundaes as much as when we pray. The church grows as much when we eat ice cream sundaes as when we pray. It grows as we eat our marshmallows and have a barbecue as much as it does when we preach for hours. Why? Because mission is messy and tasty and prayerful and wonderfully unpredictable. And that should be the most exciting thing to each of us. Because I do not know what tomorrow looks like. But when we buy in to what messy mission looks like, it looks like the best adventure ever. I'm going to pray. Father God, I want to thank you. I thank you for the message of Acts, of what we see you beginning in that beautiful capital letter at Pentecost and continuing the story and allowing us to be a part of it. So God, I just pray we would be a church that embraces the margins, takes your gospel to places that others wouldn't dare. And God, for those of us in this space that maybe aren't yet a part of your story, I pray that something within us would be stirred, not just through the words and the marshmallows, but through your spirit at work on this very day, God. Father, we love you and we thank you. In your awesome name, amen.